Hey everybody, it's Dan Dan, and we are in a big book study of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And today we're going to try to tackle, think about tackling, get into this extremely short piece of the book, step seven. <laughs> and step seven is, you know, a vital thing. Um, at step seven, we begin to transition away from one way of thinking and doing and move into another way of thinking and doing. In other words, we're going to move away from the idea that I am so important and I have life so bad and move ourselves into something along the lines of service or a service mindset. I'm going to try to take my thinker, my mind, and turn it into a server. And a great way to think about it is this, that, you know, my computer or your telephone or whatever it is, you know, your device, whatever kind it is, it holds all kinds of information, right? But it only works and interacts at your demand. You, it does what you, well, want it to do, you know? And therefore, it seems so important to you and your work. That a lot of us would say, I wouldn't be able to get by without my phone today. I wouldn't be able to do my work without my tablet today. And that's probably true. We couldn't do it in the same way, for sure. Because it is your servant. They literally call the data places where all this is stored the server. Now, in another world, what if the server thought for itself and just did whatever it wanted to do? There's been all kinds of movies about that type of thing. And oddly enough, they call that artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. So when I'm trying to generate from my ego and my wants and my desires at somebody else's expense the things I want out of life, that's artificial intelligence. There's no satisfaction in that. There's nothing to be gained. It's an artificial, uh, not authentic way of living, right? And in step seven, we're going to move ourselves by the use of a prayer into being of maximum usefulness to God and to our fellow man. We're switching gears from being artificially intelligent or what might be called intellectual into this spiritual job that we have, that our job now is going to be to go out and do, well, God's bidding. Now we get to this program and we want a lot of things back. I know when I arrived, I wanted my wife back. I wanted my money back. I wanted, well, my freedom was going away. It was under investigation by a whole bunch of federal agencies. I wanted a lot of things back and I couldn't get them back. It didn't make any difference. So fortunately, that gift of desperation, you know, that incomprehensible demoralization, that point where I literally was willing to do, well, anything was on me. And consequently, I dove into these steps and slowly but surely, without any thought or effort on my part, honestly, except to follow these directions, those things started to come back and my legal matters started to resolve. Sure, I had prison time. Yeah, there's difficult things ahead. I could not deal with them until I got through the use of step seven, until I understood the character in this tool. Because the character in the tool of step seven is no longer looked at me doing AA for me, doing it my AA or my program or my opinion, but doing it for God. It's to become an instrument of your higher power, to move out into this world and become peace where there's turmoil, love where there's hate and all that stuff of the St. Francis prayer. Wow. You know, wow. It's a really important step. It doesn't get a lot of time. And I think it's because there's an assumption that the other steps, one through six, have had such an impact. At the end of step five, you know, I sat down and I revealed my whole self to another human being and somehow walked away delighted, according to the book, right? I walked away delighted. 
And I'll tell you, it was a huge weight off my back too. And in step six, I became, well, complete and mature in my willingness or perfect in my willingness that I'm, I'm ready to let all these things go that wreck my day. I'm ready to let, I'm ready, ready to let go for my craving of crisis, for the beautiful soundness of confidence. How do I get that confidence? I make other people more important than me. And something we talked about in step six was that we are going to stop doing things at other people's expense to get our way and start doing things at our expense to help them get their way. We're going to look out into this world, lift people up as best we can, and be as helpful as possible. I know that it's so far away for some of us to even think about that. We have so many problems in our lives and we think we're very this and all that. And these words, should, could, would, always, never, forever, have to, need to, and must just pop in our vocabulary like nobody's business. And when we want to talk about what we're thinking about, we use this term, I feel, right? And the big book doesn't care at all about how you feel. It's not going after that. It's going after what you're going to do, that through your actions, your beliefs and feelings will change. It's not about faith and belief either. It's about experience gained knowledge, knowledge that you paid for through experience by following these steps. So this arch that we're going to walk through sounds like this, and it says when ready. That's how step seven opens up. And if you guys will be, if you're following along in your your big um book um, and you are on page 76 in your big book, and when ready are the first words. And it's going to be a really short thing, and I'm going to give you a little commentary about it, and we're going to go on with this one. It says, when ready, we say something like this. My creator, my God, universal spirit, the great reality, whatever. My creator, I, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defective character, all of them. That's that step six. It's so important, which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. That is the goal. Not to get the job back, not to get the wife back, not to get the husband back, not to earn respect, not to redeem myself. None of those things. None of those things. The goal here is to use these steps to build your relationship with your higher power so you can be useful to that higher power and your fellows. I pray that you now remove every single defective character which stands in the way, the blocking, the things that keep me from my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength. So what do we mean by strength? I'm not feeling strong. I just, man, you know, grant me strength. Let me give it to you. Show me honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. And most importantly, I've experienced the benefits of that by doing the fifth step thoroughly and the sixth step as best I possibly can. Right? There's the strength that I've been honest, open-minded, and willing in my fourth, fifth, and sixth step to such a degree that I found strength, that I can do this. As I go out from here, right here, right now, wherever you're at, whatever meeting you're in, where your car, wherever you're going to stop next, the next cashier you see, to do your bidding. I'm going to go out and do God's bidding. 
I'm going to go out today and make my lifestyle so attractive to others by being helpful to them that maybe they ask me about, where'd you learn this stuff? I mean, why in the world would you behave like that? It's a counterintuitive thing. This is where we move from the status quo, the way the world normally operates, because we don't function that well in that. We come to meetings to try to get away from that and learn how to deal with what's out there, right? Now we're going to go out with the armament of God, some might say. Now we're going to go out with this idea that patience, kindliness, and tolerance are actually courage, that honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness are our strengths. That's what we're going to go do. And we're going to work to lift other people up, particularly other alcoholics, the alcoholic who still suffers. Step seven is a transition. It moves us away from a focus on us and a focus that's outward. The inward focus is now the outward focus. The purpose of getting me well and better becomes the purpose of serving my higher power well and better. How can I make other people more important than me? And the reason for this is once we do this, we become an important purpose-driven person in life. And I'll give you a quick story, and I think all of us probably have a similar story, that the moment we turned and started doing the things that would help other people, and of course, we drove them into the dirt ourselves, right? We were alcoholics. Many of your moms are still alive, right? And the moment she found out you were getting sober in AA, though there may have been a great deal of skepticism and anger that resided, they were sure glad you were doing it. That's your first act of service. That's your first moment of doing God's bidding is to stay sober and stay the course of the steps. So important. So how are you doing that today? How are you doing that? The story is just this. I was a part of a men's group coming out of my first days of sobriety. And as I headed off to prison, that men's group came and husbanded my household and my wife while I was away. They cut the grass and took care of all the household stuff. They even installed a brand new bathroom for me. There were eight of them, and I'm only one guy. Eight people were able to do much more than one guy. Because I invested into my small group and thought about those guys and was thoughtful about how I showed up on time and I participated in the things we were doing, I made them important to me, and then I became important to them. And a a far greater thing happened. More effort came my way than I can do. Now, that doesn't always happen, but it happens a lot. And that's the key thing here at step seven. You're looking to have a purpose in your life. How do I live if I'm not the best drinker at the bar? How do I live if, you know, living a wild life isn't the most important thing to me? I want to hold this reputation of being crazy that everybody said I was. I'm fine with everyone not liking me. I'm really, I'm a loner. How do I step out of that? I make other people more important. So my motto living today, and you're welcome to use it. Please do make a t-shirt, put it on a hat, write it down everywhere. The more important I make other people to me, the more important I become to other people. And I'd love for you guys to have a discussion about that. How has that worked in your life? Those that have been around a while that are married, how has staying sober made you significant to your significant others? How has that changed your relationship with kids? How has it changed your relationship with your boss? And for those of you that are new, you're like, how in the world can that be? Bring it up. Ask it. Say what you're thinking. Talk about your doubt. Talk about how there's something in you that says that's not true. And you're staring at it, right? The evidence is right in front of you. I hope you guys have a great discussion around step seven because this point is the point where your life starts getting fantastic.